As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Caught for the touchdown, Robinson! 40-yard line, Khalil Mack! What a grab! Darnell Moody! Touchdown, Jimmy Graham! with a safety! Allen Robinson takes it all the way! Hogan Johns. Yeah, baby. It's on. The Bears are what we thought they were. Football is a team game, and it takes everyone upon that team to make the Chicago Bears. Go Bears! From NBC Sports Chicago, it's Adam Ho. Full disclosure, I've been going straight since 7 a.m. <laughs> yeah, you have a best friend. That's a shock. And from The Athletic, it's Adam Johns. I got people texting me about Vegas, L.A., Green Bay. I think that the line's going to be garbage, but it's still not going to be an easy game. Ready? It's the Adams. Nobody can come close to us. The crowd Hogan Johns. Let's begin now. What time is it? We are underway. What's up? Welcome in. Hogan Johns with you from inside Soldier Field after the second preseason game. Johnsy and uh, I don't even remember what the final score was, but it was a lot to it, a little. It was not good. Adam, not good. I know Mitch Trubisky scored more points than anybody on the Bears. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, it did. There's there yeah, <laughs> photo evidence. <laughs> It's kind of unbelievable. I'm sorry. Like in terms of like like storybook things, or, like stories that write themselves. Like today was like Mr. Trubisky's revenge day. It's a, it's a preseason game, but uh, good day for him. And yet, it's also always believable, especially when we're here inside. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, we got kind of a different setup this week. Uh, hope hope you enjoy it. But this is typically where we record our post game episodes over the years. So it always seems like we're in this spot, uh, in the, I don't know, what are we at? This suite. Yeah, this is a suite. I guess we're close to the press box in a suite. And we're always talking about something unbelievable happening. And it's like, at what point is it believable? Um, because it should be that Mitch Trubisky comes in here in the Soldier Field. Uh, and basically, let, let's be honest, that was most of the Bears starting defense, too. Like, other than Roquan Smith who does make a huge difference, obviously. Uh, and Danny Trevathan, those were the starters out there. He was slicing and dicing, unlike he was Nick Foles against the Bears third team. So, like, a lot of quick passes, uh, a good on-the-move touchdown throw to Jake Kumaro, the former Packer. A, Rod- a Rodgers guy. Yeah, a Rodgers guy. Um, yeah, just a very efficient Trubisky day. I, I think the Bills wanted this for him. Like you, you could oh, tell yeah. with the play calling and they were aggressive and the Bears got after him a little bit. They blitzed them quite a bit. Um, but Trubisky had answers. 
How about that? Yeah, I was watching in the binoculars after he scores a touchdown. It's, a lot of guys were coming up to him, kind of patting him on the head, saying, good for you. Um, and, yeah, good for Mitch. I, it, it's a preseason game. Um, I do think it carries some weight overall. It, it, maybe we'll circle back to some of the Mitch stuff. But for the Bears, let's start with the quarterbacks and then maybe circle back to some of the concerns with defense or maybe how concerned you are about the defense. But this kind of gets back to – what I feel like I've been talking about a lot the last couple of weeks, John Z, and I just don't have much faith in this offense. And it's not even really Andy Dalton's fault. It's just, we've seen this story here in Chicago since Matt Nagy got here. And to me, it feels like it's going to take a special quarterback to really take this offense from not so good of an offense to potentially a lot better. Now field still has to prove it. Yes. But so far from what I've seen, I mean, you can make the argument that this offense right now is worse than it was last year. And I'm not even just basing that off of what we've seen preseason, but I'm even saying like on paper coming into the year, they probably are worse off at left tackle right now. And otherwise, what's different? You've swapped out Mitch Trubisky for Andy Dalton. And I think even before today, and I think I have made the argument that Mitch Trubisky might be better than Andy Dalton at this, this stages of their careers. And today was evidence that he is. <laughs> There's tangible proof that I had Soldier Field. So my point, I guess, is are they really going to go into the season like this? I mean, I you could even just throw out all the developmental stuff, which does matter for Justin Fields. Like at some point, they got to move the ball. At some point, they got to get first downs and touchdowns. And from what I'm seeing, Justin Fields gives them a better chance to do that. I'm on the record of saying that Andy Dalton would have won the Bears quarterback competition last year. Like he, he's been that efficient that he's even hit down the field shots. He's, he's been that good in practice. But what we're actually what we're actually seeing in actual games against a different opponent, I think that's I don't want to use the word alarming, but now it's of concern, right? Mm-hmm. Four first downs in the first half for this offense. 0 for five on third downs. Yes, he has that touchdown pass to Rodney Adams, which came after a flood of boos on him, right? But like that's more Rodney Adams than him. Wasn't an exactly it was a great. great it was like I mean, he, it was a good ball. It was a good ball. Like it was fine. It's a ball that should have been made in one-on-one coverage. But Rodney Adams made the play. Yes, yes, and he caught the the ball off the guy's helmet, and then he took off, scored every three yards. Like more credit is given to, to Rodney Adams on that, even though the ball was that that bad by Andy Dalton. But like, this is two games in a row now. We've seen like two games. We, we saw last week start with two, three and outs. This game started with two, three and outs. It, there's no rhythm. All the good things we're seeing from Andy Dalton in practice against the Dolphins or the Bears, we're, we're not seeing against actual opponents in a real game where there's live tackle. We're just not seeing. It. I, you know, and I heard some. It felt like excuses today, like Andy Dalton's not getting to play with Allen Robinson, yeah. and like that's fair. It, it's it, he's basically playing with the starting O line and a bunch of other uh, skill position players. And you could even go as far as to say, you know, the tackles on the O line aren't even the starters because of the injuries, but. Who's Justin Fields playing with? Oh, yeah. And that's all. That's what's going through my mind. I mean, Fields is out there. He's getting no help. He, uh, I, I'll give Pat Finley credit for this because he mentioned it to me in the press conference room. Of the five guys Justin Fields had in front of him on his offensive line, one of them has NFL game experience, like real NFL game experience. So that's not – he's dealing with that too, and neither of them were facing the Bills starters because the Bills held out almost all of their starters. Yeah. So – you know, we can break this down preseason or not. The reality is the Bears were getting killed at halftime 
And for the most part, it was the Bills backups versus the Bears starters with some obvious exceptions on offense. That to me, like I almost never pay attention to scores in the preseason, but that this kind of was a rare exception where it felt like it meant some buckets you should pay attention to because this is what it was. It was a bucket. It was all three phases, too. Mm-hmm. Offense, defense, and special things. Oh, special teams. Oh. I, I know Chris Tabor is rotating different guys in yeah. uh, on the punt return, but my gosh, I don't think he has what he wants on this roster. I have to say that since I became a special teams coordinator, it causes me more anxiety to see something. <laughs> like, I'm not going to lie. I'm just being honest. Go. I'm just being honest. Yeah. Like, it, it affects me more. Yeah. No, no like, regardless of which team it is, when I see a play, I'm like, that's just wrong. That's not right. 79-yard touchdown. Um, that who was it, Marquez Stevenson? Did I say that right? Like that, that he scored. I, I went back and looked at the, the not the film, the replay of it, and there was no one within 25 yards of him mm-hmm. when he caught that ball. Now either pedal down, kicked it too far, where the coverage isn't matched with the actual kick, or all those guys were just simply blocked. And then after that, they didn't tackle. The well, entire I thought, day, the Bears did not tag. Look, both of those punts, the two long returns, they're both to the sideline. That's what you want. You want to use the sideline as basically a barrier, yeah. an extra tackler. And so there you go. Yeah. I'm, but the first, so the first one, though, was a legitimate hang time was good. That was a picture perfect punt. And you should be able to squeeze the returner to that side and make the play. And to let him get contained all the way to the outside and get as many yards as he did, that wasn't the touchdown. Now, the second one, I thought was a little bit more of a line drive, less hang time, a little bit farther downfield. That can make it tougher, but they still had opportunities to get downfield and make the stop. So regardless, it's just bad. Yeah. It's, it's no, a the, problem. The now. tackling and defense was bad. Yeah. So, they, I mean, they, I'd have Sherrick McManus in the building on Monday. And some different guys. He, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I, he's, yeah. he's not signed with anybody. Get no, him, get him in the fine, building. Fine answers. Fine answers. I don't think they have it on the roster right now. Um, yeah. The bears defense. The way that Trubisky picked them apart with mainly reserve receivers, because all their top receivers were held out of this game. Not just Josh Allen, their top receivers. Yeah, he had Devin Singletary. He had had most of the the, the Bills very good offensive line in front of him, but it it seemed too easy. And then that that touchdown run that Devin Singletary had to open up the game. Robert Quinn ran right by him, right through Mario Edwards, and then Eddie Jackson. Yeah. I mean, those are three. What's going on there? Yes. Those are three key defensive players. Like, that's a play. That should translate in the preseason. Fourth down. Yeah, it was fourth and one, too. Yeah. I mean, they when he pitched the ball in the backfield to Singletary, it was like, oh, that's a terrible call because the Bears had it covered. And then he ends up scoring a touchdown out of it. Yeah. So one on one with Robert Quinn at first. Yeah. One quick moving up the field, easy first down, and just kept going. And unfortunately, um, just being honest, we got zero answers defensively after the game. Because none of the defense players spoke to the media, so uh, we'll have to wait till the week to find out, I guess, what was happening out there, what, well, really, what the problems were. But um, I, I will say this: I'm not too concerned about the defense yet. I'm not going to be at that point. I, I do think Roquan Smith makes a huge difference, and him not being out there on the field. But still, it's like, can I make one point about yeah. that? Like, yeah, it, it is preseason. You don't wanna, you don't want to suck, you know, hit the alarm bells or anything like that, or hit the panic button, whatever. But the quick throws, like the Bears' strength is up front, mm-hmm. right? With Khalil Mack, Keem Hicks, even blitzing Roquan Smith. Like, that is their strength. The quick throws, I thought, showed some weaknesses in that second. Where there are question marks. Yeah. Bill Vildor, Duke Shelley. Um, Artie Burns should not be one of your most impressive defensive backs in any game, really. True. And he's on the verge of, I want to say, potentially winning a starting spot, or at least having that conversation at Hallis Hall 
we have to wonder if Vildor is actually ready for that spot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, the, the defense was <laughs> – that was not what I expected to not see good. today. You know, I thought Mitch would have a few moments. Um, and, by the way, I don't think this – I know a lot of people are trying to make, like, some grand conclusion out of, oh, Mitch is over there in Buffalo and he's lighting them up. I mean, I let's be honest. I, I saw the same Mitch that I've seen, I, I, a guy that – Can hit some throws. He had a – an errant deep ball. Yeah, so I mean, he yeah. airmailed another deep ball. That's part of the game. He can make plays with his feet. I mean, we pretty much saw, the, I thought, the same Mitch Trubisky. I think probably some of the play calls is help, are helping him. I think Brian Dayball said, but it, this isn't even really the whole system. This is a preseason game. You know, they're running pretty vanilla stuff out there. So uh, I'm not going to get too caught up in that side of things. Um, you know, I think it's – We should point out the athleticism, though, because when we saw Trubisky not use it as much towards the end of his – tenure with the bears. But I think when you watch Andy Dalton move, there's, it's not surprising to me that everybody's well booing or <laughs> yearning to see Justin Fields, just because the protection can be so bad. Um, when you can have those mobile plays where the escapability is just so evident, where the athleticism is just so evident. You saw Trubisky do some of that. They saw Justin Fields do a lot of that when his protection broke down. I, I think that's, it's, it's, it's like a prerequisite to be successful in today's NFL. It, it just is. If you're not Tom Brady, you got to have some type of athleticism to escape some of this pressure. Yeah. No. And uh, I think that's one of the biggest differences with Justin, right? And you see it right away. Um, so here, here's guys like Trubisky have it. Guys like Josh yeah. Allen have it. Like it's, it's the best young quarterbacks have it. Kyler Murray. I mean, you could go even Aaron Rodgers, young Aaron Rodgers had it. Still does a little bit, you know. You need to have it. Yeah, I mean, basically all the top five quarterbacks in the draft this year had it, except for Mac Jones, and even Mac Jones has a little bit more than he even gets credit for. But there is a difference there. So uh, here, here's here's what I would do this week, and this is what I wrote about post game NBCSportsChicago.com. I I would give Justin Fields a start next week. I would say, hey, look, all this talk, you you, you guys have been – no, no, here's Matt Nagy, here's Pandora's box, and it's now open. You, but they have said, you know, Andy Dalton's here because he's the veteran. He's knows the system, they blah, 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 blah. They want to evaluate him into the regular season. That's what Matt Nagy said. They want to see him into the regular season. What, Andy? Andy Dalton. Yeah. Well, fine. I'm saying that that's stupid <laughs> because, like – don't you need to see with what you've seen the last two weeks, you have seen in both games, a stagnant offense suddenly get a spark when the rookie goes in. Yeah. Okay. And yes. Okay. Caveats, blah, blah, blah. He's playing against backups. Okay. Uh, Andy Dahl was playing against backups today too. There was a difference. There's just, it's a difference that you can see. Okay. And then meanwhile, Justin's out there. He's not getting much help from his wide receivers. Okay. I wrote down, Three different examples today in the game. Well, there are three completions that sh- or three incompletions that should have been completions. Yeah, Rodney Adams dro- had a drop on third down. Uh, there was a. How about Riley really go up and get that ball? Yeah, that's he's trying to catch it like this, in you know, kind of just body catch it on a ball down the sideline, and it was probably pass interference. But part of the reason why he didn't get the call was because he didn't try to yeah, go up and get the ball. If he jumps up and gets for it, you have, you get the because the defender didn't turn. To the ball, you get the, the collision. That's why Rodney Adams, I think, has the edge in the competition. Sorry, go on. Yeah. You got more. And then an absolute rope, I thought, into a tight window to John Vea Johnson. 
and he can't hold on to the ball. So, so these are these are three throws. Again, one on third down, one's a deep ball, another one is is a you know intermediate throw downfield on a pretty tight window that I thought was a great ball, and they were all incompletions. And he's playing with a makeshift like offensive line that has no experience. At least he can say that the, the, the kill shot that Justin took today was his fault yeah. because he just didn't have the right protection. It was scat protection, which means you, it, you're, the, if there's a blitzer coming, it's on the quarterback, the quarterback and yeah. he never saw it. So that was on Justin Fields. But don't you need to see him with more talent? Like, don't you – If and I would argue, even if your plan is to play Andy Dalton week one, it's even more important to get Justin Fields out there next week early on in the game, because that's going to be your last chance to evaluate him. Even if you are sticking with the plan, this is the conversation we had after somewhat of the conversation we had after the first preseason. Mm-hmm. Like I thought he earned that opportunity to play more with the mm-hmm. ones. And Matt Nagy said that was coming. It just didn't come. It didn't practice. happen. Like, no, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, and again today though, didn't he make it sound like he's, he's going to do it. And, and I specifically asked him about the game. Yeah. Here's the thing: If Allen Robinson is not playing, David Montgomery's not playing, Cole Komet, like, like, what are they? The- Olin Cruz made a great point on Twitter today. He going off of pretty much what you're saying right now. None of these skill guys are in there. So who exactly is Andy Dalton building rhythm with yeah, right yeah, now? Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, the more he played, the more it felt like it was an open competition. Yeah. To be honest with you, like again, he's throwing to some of the guys now that Justin Fields has been throwing to. Yeah. So you're starting to wonder, oh, like you know what's and, and Matt Nagy continues to leave that door open as well. Um, his regular season comment does make you think that it's still Andy Dalton or bust in week one, but <laughs> you need him to show up more in practice. You just, you need him to show up more next week. What in Tennessee against the Titans? It's just, it's not good for the first team offense. It's not good at all. It might require going back and listening to the post game press conference one more time. Um, but there were two again. Same thing happened last week. Like there were two. First of all, I was kind of getting pretty specific. Like, don't you need to see Justin Fields in the game? Like, play early next week, and he kind of seemed open to it. And then when he got asked, like, but you're still sticking to the plan, right? Like Andy Dalton's week one starter. He did say, like, well, we are going to always be evaluating. Yeah, and, and pointed yeah, out that yeah. he's willing to adapt. So again, just like last week, I felt like the door was just. He's always keeping the door cracked open. And if that's the case, plus what you're seeing on the field, where you're not moving the ball until Justin Fields yeah, comes yeah. in the game, how do you – You make a joke like, you know, like Matt, Matt Nagy's, you know, heart or heart saying yes, but his mind saying no. Yes, yes. Because, yes. like, he feels it too. He said enough to, like, yeah. there's a different energy when Justin Fields takes the field. And maybe some of that is actually the fans cheering for him and chanting for him. Like there is energy that comes with it, but it's the, the, again, the escapability, the elusiveness, the ability to gain yards that aren't there in a certain place because he is the best player on the field. I want to see him try to be the best player on the field with some of the Bears' best players. I do too. Um, and I don't know if that's going to even come next week, even if he does, if he, even if he were to start the game. Like, I, is I Allen going to play? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think – Montgomery. I, I think Tuesday will be the best sign because – we said this last week, like if he's out there with Allen Roberts, if he's out there with Jimmy Green, there's more throws with those guys than something is afoot. We didn't see that this past week. If there is more than one snap with Allen Robinson on the field, which for some days it's all we saw in practice last week. 
If there's more than one snap, even two or three, I'll start telling myself, okay, Matt Nagy's open-minded right now. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not two. Give me three. Unless he's waiting until the preseason games are over and the practices are closed to us, and then he's just – then he'll be like, all right, now you get all the ones. Sean McVay has no idea it's coming. Here comes the game in Shep. That actually would not be surprising. Right? Especially because you got got a two-week window now. Yeah. You have two weeks now between the last preseason game, game and so I could actually see that happening. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Um, and let's, let's be fair. It, it's not all perfect. Like Justin Fields almost got himself killed today. Scat protection. Like that was actually very frightening. That's one of the biggest hits I've ever seen from this press box. Just looking down, his helmet flew 15 yards. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Actually, where I stand on that is I want to see how he feels tomorrow. Yeah. Because, because sometimes concussion symptoms show up a bit later. Bad night of sleep, all sorts of things. Yeah. He got rocked. Um, and, you know, he missed a few throws, too. It wasn't, it wasn't by any means perfect. I thought, you know, the ball to Jesse James in the end zone could have been a uh, little bit well, more. Well, I thought, actually thought the timing of Jesse James was off on that. Event. Maybe. And then the other one on fourth down over the end zone, like if you see, like, the, there's like an end zone view of it, he had to get that ball up because the defender was sitting right there. Um, I'm not making excuses for him, but, yeah, I didn't think. I was just, a coaching point I would have, though, in that situation is it's fourth down anyway. Like, you got to keep the ball in play. Yeah. Throwing it out of the back of the end zone does nothing there. Yeah. Um, you got to get, you got to keep the ball in play because you're losing possession anyway. Um, and, you know, so there, there's obviously things to learn from. At the same time, though, I mentioned the three plays that were all significant plays that were not caught. Um, and there was one last week, too, that I thought would have been caught if it was Allen Robinson or Darnell Mooney. So I, I think you've, you're also building a list of plays that if he's playing with the starters are probably significant explosive plays downfield, which is what this offense has lacked for how long now. And I'm not seeing that same thing with Dalton. I'm not coming well, to, we, we've seen some of it in practice, but, but I'm not, I'm not getting when these games are over. I'm not, I don't have a list of plays where Dalton, where I'm like, ah, you know, if he threw that ball to Al Robinson, yeah. it would have been a completion. That's, 
that's not happening. I, I think there's clearly a difference. I think what got me today was Andy Dalton's performances when he was outside the pocket because he was outside the pocket, mm-hmm. seemingly a lot threat. Like that, is, he took a he he got lit up today too. That Elijah Wilson yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Sack. By the way, we're gonna see a new left tackle in practice. Yes. Yes. And Larry Borum. I think you over even over Jason Peters. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'd like I to mean, see like, that too. I'd like yeah, to see yeah, that too. Give the kid the, the real opportunity here. Like he, for all the good things they said about him before, but it's going back to Andy Dalton's like outside the pocket ability. It's like, come on. Like, did you feel that, like that was a serious threat for the Bills today? Given, I, I get it's preseason, but that could be a real reality, especially in week one against the Rams, where he's flushed from the pocket by some very, very good players, mm-hmm. special players. And then what happens? What do you get? No. Not much. No. It could be a frequent sight. That's why I keep coming back to who gives the team the best chance to win. And this is not a team. And some people think differently, but I don't think this is a team that can just like give up on this year because they're, they don't feel like Justin Fields is ready. ready. Yeah. Especially when he certainly looks pretty damn close to ready. Yeah. Like when you're actually watching him. Yeah, I, I, so what are you really waiting yeah, for? I, I, again, it's whatever that definition of, of ready is yeah. for Matt Nagy, because he'll have the final say on this. It's whatever they're challenging him kind of off the field and all the things they go through with their film reviews and, and this grading system John Filippo has. There's a lot of things in play here. It's more nuanced than even we know, but he looks like he can play ball. Yeah, He looks like he can give you a chance to win. Maybe better than your QB other one, we'll say. The other one. The other one. That's a good way to put it. All right. Uh, let's end with this. A scale from uh, one to 10 you know, on a confidence level, 10 being most confident. Your level of confidence in the defense after what we've Ooh, seen so far. Um, five. It's only a five. Yeah, I can't. Well, it's hard to shake this off. I get it just the preseason. Yeah. But some of the concerns that you have about this team are so evident. I, I, I get that. Like, they went after Trubisky in some of these plays. Mm-hmm. And Trubisky found the outlet receiver. Like, Trubisky challenged the nickelback and a lot of the uh, – on his throws. Yeah. And that is a position up for debate right now. Sure. It's a big competition position. Kendall Vildor, big missed open tackle in the open field on Devin Singletary. Like, there's a lot of questions I have about this defense right now. It's Jake Kumaro beating um, Jalen Johnson for that touchdown. Yeah. That's it's true. supposed to be your shutdown – Cornerback. What what happens if it's a Devontae Adams? Yeah, I I, I would just say that I, I'm going to say a seven because I didn't really see much concern last week, and I haven't seen much concern in practice. In fact, for the most part, I felt like the secondaries played pretty well. Yeah. So, um, well, I, I'll just say this: I felt like the Bills tried to do a little bit more with Trubisky, and I think it showed. And I think the Bears' defense was on its heels a bit, and I think that's. Like we saw that come into play last year, whether it's, you know, some first possessions and whatnot yeah. where they gave up points. I also think you saw a lot of veterans with, like, poor tackling. Like, I don't know. Don't you think that's not going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> Robert Quinn, though? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Eddie Jackson, though? All right, level of concern about the offense, though. Which offense? Uh, Which the offense? Andy Dalton offense. Oh, this is uh, – All right, I guess so. Oh, oh level of concern. Oh, confidence. Oh, confidence. Okay, I, would confidence. Give it a, okay. I would give it a one. Yeah, I was going to say two. I, two and a half. Well, we've seen better things. It's last, it's last year's offense with a worse left tackle. Yeah. And, well, at least at this point, worse. Maybe Larry Borum turns into something. I, but And Andy Dalton in there instead of Mitch. Well, I want to give 
like he's been better in practice. I get it's just practice. And this was actually essentially a practice game, but he's been better at Hallis Hall than Nick Foles ever was. Well, maybe because he's was. facing that defense that you only gave him a five. Well, that, that That's true. Just, yeah. 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 What's your special team score? <laughs> hey. Hey, actually, Wait, let you, the record show. Matt Nagy led his press conference today with Brian Johnson's field goal. That happened. Oh, that's how bad Which was also hilarious because it shows you how bad the game was. He's like, all right, let's get to the positives. Brian Johnson in a 54-yard field goal. Okay, not a good day for the Chicago Bears. No, no, no. But <laughs> yeah. still a story. Yeah, I was just making mental laughter in my head. That was mental laughter. Mental laughter. Oh, um, not, not good. Not a good sign. And then, okay. And then your level of confidence in Bears special teams. Oh, it's like a zero. Wow. Well, okay. So I didn't no, even no, give no, you no, zero no. as an option. Actually, no. Coverage units. Yeah, that's a zero. But look, Pat, Pat O'Donnell still pretty good. Yeah. Cairo Santos, your favorite backup kicker, too, is pretty good. Like depth at the, the, the actual guys putting their foot on the ball. Where was Brian Johnson in 2018? <laughs> yeah. yeah, thumbs up for the actual guys who kicked the ball. But uh, everything else around them, not so good. So five, I guess, how would it, three? Yeah, let's say two and a half. Two okay. And a half. Two and eight. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll give him a two. Okay. Fair. You would know more. But I, I, I do think that that's getting to the point, though, where isn't this stuff concerning? Yeah. Like, I, like how good is this football team? Yeah. I, I'll, here's one takeaway I did have. Like, you just get this general feeling, considering of all the reserves that played defensively for the Bills, the reserve, the reserves at receiver and quarterback, like the Bills roster, or the Bills roster is better. Oh yeah, well, like, like I, I mean, of course, obviously, what you saw last year, but I'm just just not talking about the star player. Like, yeah, from top to bottom, 53. Like you just felt like a significance in in gap between uh, an eight and eight playoff team and one that made what a run to the AFC. But I think game? that gets even to more to my point. Where what was the difference for them last year, though? It was Josh Allen turning into a star, yeah. right? It just gives – it changes everything. So, if you're going to have this defense that now you have some concerns about, I, I'm i starting to be on the fence a little bit. I don't, I'm not too panicked. But I am seeing an offense that I don't think is be able to move the ball a lot with Andy Dalton. And special teams does look like it might be a problem this year. You need something different at quarterback. Like, even at halftime, I think I tweeted, I like, if only there were some obvious player that could give life to this offense. And then what happens? He comes out and he does it. This is going to be a conversation until the change is actually made too. But this has to be a conversation that like they're now. Having. Yeah, I know. No, I but that yeah. the coaches are having yes. and oh, they are having. Yeah. That you would hope they're having. Right. But if until that change is made on the outside, this is going to be a continuous conversation yeah. where maybe Justin Fields and the Bears are better off if his development actually takes place on the field as opposed to off it is rookie year. Well, I'll just say this. I think if Justin Fields does not get more reps with players that matter this week, either in practice or in the game or both, I think it's just a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's got to be part of the evaluation. And that would just – I think that would be everything they've talked about, about the evaluation and even the plan. And again, I'm going with the plan because if the plan is Andy Dalton's plan, he's your starter when the regular season comes around, which I'm not even sure if I'm buying, but even if that is still the plan, isn't that even more important to get Justin Fields these reps 
this weekend in the last preseason game. I would argue it is either way. That should be the plan this week. Justin Fields, you play the Titans. Play the kid. <laughs> well, it, it also, today wasn't the dress rehearsal. Like there, I don't think there is a dress rehearsal. Yeah, I'm not I think, sure I think his coach is trying to figure things yeah. out. And Nagy's already said that his best players, at least some of them, because it's an individual case thing, are going to play against the Titans. For me, I'm with you. Little Justin Fields, a little earlier. Maybe a few snaps with just give us Cole Komet or somebody. Yeah, well, Cole didn't play today. You know, give Jimmy Graham yeah. then. Yeah, but Jimmy's not going to play that much. No, no. I'm surprised he even played today. Uh, all right. Well, there it is. Preseason game number two. Oh, boy. The Mitch Trubisky revenge game. <laughs> it happened. It happened. Hey, Bears fans, at least it happened in the regular, or the regular season, the preseason. Yeah. That's the one positive. That's true. Oh. If this had happened. Oh, <laughs> man. Can you imagine if this is like week two or three and like Josh Allen was out with like, I don't know what, but like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Adam Johns. Read our post-game reaction. He's on The Athletic, theathletic.com slash Hogue Johns. is where you go to subscribe. My post-game column up at NBCSportsChicago.com. Also got... Kevin Fishbane for The Athletic. Uh, we have more coverage from Alex Shapiro as well on NBC Sports. John Greenberg was here. John Greenberg was here today, too. He's not going to miss the Mitch Trubisky revenge game. game. Come on. All right. Um, hey, fans came through. A lot of fans with the uh, with the obvious shirts on today. And the Hogan John shirts. They'll be getting links, I believe. So, yes. Uh, most likely, if you tweeted those to me, or us, I should say, uh, you should get another shirt which we talked about uh somebody will be reaching out to you to get those to you so thank you for that support we appreciate you go to obviousshirts.com and click on the hogan johns collection to get those shirts there's plenty out there right now i think everything just got restocked now's the time to get them before the regular season begins i also think they put some new justin field shirts on today if i saw it right i did see those yeah so um there's some new field shirts for you there as well uh, am I forgetting anything? No. Nope. Check us out on YouTube. If you're not already, if you are, thank you. Hit subscribe, hit the notification button. We will be back in a few days. Justin Fields, get those first team reps. I don't know if I believe Matt Nagy or not. Show it. Action speak loud in the words. Prove it. Prove it. Talk to you later. See ya. Hey, Mitch, I, I think I'm up here. Um,